hit the button and see what happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to It's All Fish and Chips, the podcast. It's very exciting to have you here today. Um, we are beginning, one more second here, we are beginning episode 12. Mm -hmm. I had to look it up because I did not remember <laughs> which episode we were on. Episode 12 um, of the podcast, so we're moving right along. We're almost a teenager, yeah. almost yeah. Almost into our, uh, we're our tween. This is our tween <laughs> this episode. This is our tween episode. Um, so this will be a different episode than normal. We are down to the two-man crew here for the first time ever. Amanda is out. Taking uh, a long she, week in Dubai, I think. Yep, she's out on, uh, on a, so she's out on in the field. She'll bring back her report from the field when she returns with all the important news of the day. Um, and then Bubby is being a baby and says he has a tummy ache or something, and he's not coming in. Mm -hmm. So it's down to just me and Tyler, which yeah. is fine because we are the quality of this episode yeah, of this podcast. Deal with this anyway, today. all right. Um, so um, we had promised everyone that we were going to be sampling the Ego uh, Sippin Liqueur. Uh, which is still down here, sitting on the table. Sipping cream. Sipping cream. But we are going to hold off on that until we have at least one more member of the team because that's just going to be me and Tyler getting drunk in the basement, yeah. um, which is fun, but probably not a good <laughs> podcast. So we're going to uh, hold off on that for now. But do not worry, those folks who have tuned in this episode just for this. This is how we keep our uh, our listenership up is that we're going to tease something and it's going to be like the news, and then it's going to be like six and a half hours later when we actually get to that story. Like, yeah, we're going to try to tease it first thing. And yeah, then just forever. Just, oh, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't get to it this week, but definitely next week yeah. we're going to get to it, and we'll just see yeah, it. Turn in December 12th for the information. <laughs> it's like when, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so stay tuned to the next episode where, God willing, we will be, because I really want to try it. Like, I'm, I'm very interested in drinking some of that. I but. think it's going to be delicious. I think delicious is my, yeah. is my uh, outlook now, on I, that. Now, Tyler, Yeah. because they will not have listened to this podcast before nope. they try it. Mm -hmm. Bubby, probably going to think it's delicious as I well. Bet. Amanda, it is going to be a problem. Yeah, I think, the, I think it's good. The milk part's going to be a problem. Yeah, I her. think the mo she would rather probably drink the Malort yeah. than this stuff, but she's going to get to try it, and we're all going to do it together, so that'll work out. Well, I think I'm going to keep up the tradition whenever we do that, and I'm probably going to mix the Malort with that now that, oh. we, now that we've done. Well, I, I will be honest. The, the other stuff did cut that taste pretty good for <laughs> me. Like, I could probably it was much better. go back around on that. I'd like to find, like, hey, if you're out there and you're listening to the podcast um, and you have any knowledge about Malort whatsoever... What's a good mixer, you think, for that Malort? Because we haven't found it yet. So pickle juice. Pickle Oh, holy hell. <laughs> Just ruin your entire week. What's, the, what's, the, um, what's that like super sour candy that you can get like in the baby bottle? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just want to put some of that in there and really just jack up your entire day, you know? Just... <laughs> 
Just something like just mix some fun dip in with it, something something like that, and just really just jack up your entire day. Yeah, I don't think anything's gonna make that worse. So <laughs> yeah, no, I think adding that to anything's gonna be good. Right, exactly. I mean, and how do you like them apple? So. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm ready for a gong bang, a good time here, folks, and I hope you are too. Yeah. Um, if you would like to write into the podcast, make sure you write in to us at it's all fish and chips at gmail.com, or you can visit us at our website, it's all fish and chips and also check out our Patreon. Um, which we still need to get. Um, we have not delivered the the first Patreon package yet because we have not done the Mad Lib because I keep forgetting about it. Yeah. So we'll we get have that, that coming today, though. Yeah. So we're gonna get that um, done, and we can get that to our first Patreon subscriber. If you want to be the second one, you can get the other of the Phineas and Fur pictures as well as your own Mad Lib um, and a trinket from Amanda's Adventures as well. If you. Uh, Donate more than three dollars, which is all it's set for. So I don't know why no one signed up. For or just it. donate anything. We'll give you something. Yeah, Anybody, whatever. You know, yeah, whatever you want to give. Is, I'll write is you a haiku. I don't know. Well, well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been brushing up on my limericks. So. There you go. We'll write you a dirty limerick. <laughs> That'll be fun for you. Um, so I'm going to start out here. This past weekend, mm-hmm. uh, my father-in-law decided he'd had enough. Had oh. enough. Just in general. In general, uh-huh. but specifically with satellite TV. Oh yeah, I can I can see that. He's mad as hell. They raised the price, so mm-hmm. he got through his introductory, you know, like twelve months or whatever it was. Yep. And he said, "I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to pay the exorbitant fee that they've jacked this thing up to. I'm getting rid of it." I said, "Okay, we can put a satellite dish up there for you, and get you a little, um, you know, get a little not oh, satellite like over dish. the air, yeah, like an over air antenna." Mm-hmm. And get that set up, a little powder antenna. I'll get that set up. And then I've got um, something called the Tableau, which is like an over-the-air DVR, so I can record football games or whatever for my wife. Uh, huge Chiefs fan there. And um, record the, we can re- you can record on it. It works pretty good. It's got two tuners in it. So, you know, I've been real happy with it. So I, I thought I'd get you one of those, too. So we're going to go and hook that up. Mm-hmm. So I go over to his house to hook all that up. Now, we're going to reuse. Here's my plan. Here's my money-saving deal, right? I'm going to reuse the wire oh, yeah. that's on the current satellite dish mm-hmm. because it's just a co In theory, it should be good because yeah, it's be working nice. service. So um, I go out to her house, and that satellite dish is sitting on the corner of the roof. So, like, let's say the, I'm going to guess, east side of the house, right on the corner of the roof. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, there's a cement pattern underneath that dish. You can put a ladder on and get up there. And it's, I don't know, about two foot back from the edge of the roof. So I'm going to just climb up there, and I'm going to unhook that, that wire, and I'm just going to hook it into this new satellite dish, and I was just going to leave the satellite dish up there. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, who's worked for AT&T and for uh, DirecTV, mm-hmm. knows how this goes. Yeah. I have not worked for AT&T or <laughs> DirecTV, so I do not know how this goes. So I'm going to get up there. I'm going to get that cable, right? Because it can't be that hard, right? No, you would think. So we go into the house. We get my father-in-law's ladder. Now, this ladder he has had, I'm going to guess, 30 years. Mm-hmm. It is aluminum. Not the best of maintained ladders, I'm going to guess. No. Not only is it not the best of maintained ladders, it has been harshly treated. (laughs) It has been abused. So the top two, the top of the ladder, the rungs where where it goes straight, where where it should go straight, are now bent in Mm. at, I don't know, about a 10 degree, 15 degree angle. Probably from dropping it. Yeah, Yeah, probably from dropping it. Not great. Okay. And then if you try to use the rope to raise and lower this extension ladder, that just jams up immediately. Just 100%, no matter what you do, just jams up. So then you have to do this manually. And the two little clips that are supposed to clip over the rungs to keep the ladder from collapsing while you're climbing it, they don't really want to sit over the rungs. 
um, at all. So I put the ladder up and I put it against the house. I start climbing it up and my eye level hits where those two clips are yeah. and neither of them are clipped, even a little bit. They're both just resting near the rung. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. oh. So I scamper back down and I pull it back down and I fight it for a while and I get those clipped and I put her back up. And as, as I'm climbing up the ladder, I, and I've got like tools in my pocket because I'm going to... I was like, okay, I got a wrench, and I got this, and I'm going to go up there. I'm just going to get that wire free. And I get up there, and I realize that that wire is fed up into the satellite dish through the arm to what they call the L&B. Yes. Which, is, uh, which we could not remember the name of that the other day. <laughs> the L&B um, is the part that focuses the beam from the satellite dish into a point that then becomes TV. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So that wire is running into that L&B. And I, I need to get that wire out. So now I have realized that my, I'm just going to go up there and get that wire, has turned into, I'm going to have to disassemble this entire thing <laughs> on this rickety-ass ladder. Well, that's because a jackass installed it. Yeah. Oh, does it, because normally, so that was a fight between DirecTV and us. A lot of times I would put like a three-foot jumper and put a barrel at the end of that. So well, you that would have been so nice. That would have been great. I but there were people that it. were just completely against that because it was another failure point, which is not really true because right. it's, it's a barrel. It's a barrel and so, it's screwed on there. Yeah, so you got a jackass that installed it. So okay, it so yeah, it was all the way at the end. So <laughs> now I've got to make some decisions. Do I unhook the bolts at the bottom of this and try to take the whole thing down as a piece? Now, mind you, the cable is zip-tied and attached to a bunch of things, and it has like a metal wire that's in that wire, mm -hmm. which is then screwed down to that mount as well, so I'm going to have to undo that as well. Yeah, it's a tracer. Or can I just try to get the arm off? Now, the problem is the arm is out over the edge of the roof line, so it's basically slightly behind my head. So I have to either turn like and try to disassemble the arm, or I have to try to take the satellite dish down. And I've come to the conclusion that I probably couldn't take the satellite dish down. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to have to take the arm off. So um, turns out I need a screwdriver for that. So I got to climb back down, go get a screwdriver, climb back up. Every time on this rickety ladder, I'm like, I'm going to die. Um, and so I take out the two screws and I kind of pop it apart. And there's the wire. So I take the wire apart. Well, now I have halfway disassembled this satellite dish. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't really leave this up here like no. in this condition at this point. I'm going to have to take the whole thing down. So I climb back down the ladder. Now I got to get a wrench and some sockets. And he brings me this set of sockets. And I'm like, oh, I sh should have probably determined what size I needed before I climb down here. <laughs> so I'll just take a bunch. So I put like five in my pocket, climb up there. You know 100% without a doubt in this world. You I, didn't grab the right size. I did not grab the right no, size. All five of those completely wrong. Completely wrong. Seven sixteenths, for those of you playing along at home, was the size <laughs> I wanted. Did not take that one. Took everything around it. Did not take that one. So I climb back down. Get some more sockets. Climb back on. Okay, finally I found it. So I loosen the bolts on it, and I kind of tip the whole satellite back mm -hmm. on the mount. So it's laying on the roof now, so I can undo the bolts. So I undo the first bolt. Actually, I think two on the side, and then two. On, so it's like four little bolts. Instead yeah, of like, it's like one that goes through, and the two in the top just hold it. Yeah, yeah. So I take the two in the top out, and then I'm taking the one in the bottom out. And just as I'm about to pull that bolt out, I realize I don't have a plan for catching. Nope, too late. And it slides <laughs> Here it comes. right at me. And I grab it. And I'm like on the ladder. And I've got one hand on this and one hand on the roof. And there's nothing to hold on to except for that like little, that little uh, mount that I've now disassembled everything from. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now. And I really just kind of want to whip it over the side. But I'm sure that because his dog, his puppy, is running around in the yard. 
So I know that if I whip this off the roof, I am for sure going to land that on the dog. Yeah, you're going to kill the dog. For 100% sure. I'm going to kill the dog. So I'm like, i got to bring it down. So now I'm trying to one-arm down this rickety ladder with a satellite dish in my hand. <laughs> and as I'm just like kind of scooting down, and I get close enough to him that I can see where the dog is and where he is, and I just kind of bloop over the side, and down that thing goes. Because we both know that uh, DirecTV does not want that satellite dish back. No, no. When you buy that, that's 100% your property. I can't tell you how many of those I left on people's houses. <laughs> yeah, no. They, they have zero interest in you no. returning that. No. That, they want the stuff from inside, but yeah, they do not want it. That $2 stamped aluminum, I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, they don't really that. care about that at all. <laughs> So then, so now I've got it down. So I go ahead and get my little satellite dish. Now the sat, the I mean the antenna, the antenna you have to put up in three pieces, which sucks. So I have to put the the little bracket on there to hold the pipe. Then I have to put the pipe on. Then I have to fish the wire through the pipe. All all this goes fine. And then you have to put. So this is a big round antenna that kind of goes on top of a, a pipe. Mm-hmm. And. To hold the little round antenna to the pipe are four very small screws. You're very small. And you need all four of them. And I am now on this rickety ladder, on this roof, trying to get the four screws out of my pocket, not drop them, because if they drop, they're gone forever, <laughs> and get them into the thing. At which point my father-in-law goes, would it be easier if we did this from the roof? Oh, no. Which that's, I, that's a worse plan. Yes, that's what I was like. You're oh, about, yes, I would like to stay in two inches from the edge of this roof trying to put four tiny screws in. You almost Clark Griswold it, and then you're just going to do a nosedive off the roof at right? that point. Like, take but your chances no, on the ladder. Yeah, there's no snow down there to break my fall either, kids. It is <laughs> hard concrete below me. So I get the four little screws in. This is like my ninth time up the ladder at this point. I get the little screws on, get everything hooked up. I go down, and now I've got to get that antenna wire which is coming in and getting distributed about the the built the room the mm-hmm. house, I have to unhook that and get that going to just this little tableau receiver. So I go down to the house and I kind of follow that cable in from the house and down. He's got a fairly large. It, it's not a crawl space. You can walk under there, but it's gravel. You know, it's mm-hmm. just under the house. And I kind of follow that wire and it hits. I'm gonna guess four jumpers, four like splitters, and like ten wires. <laughs> And I went, oh, I don't know where any of this goes or what any of this is or why there are so many of them. And my father-in-law goes, yeah, that's what the guy said when he installed that satellite dish. He goes, I don't know why you have so many wires under here. Oh, my gosh. So I start, like, tracing and like, I think this is the wire I want. It goes kind of where I wanted to go. So I unhook that, and I hook the, the thing into it and uh, get that kind of hooked up, take out a bunch of those extra splitters because I'm not going to need those anymore. Mm-hmm. And I go upstairs, and now I've got to set up the the little device and it works over the internet. So it works over the intranet mm-hmm. in the house. So I just got to get online and I can set it up pretty easy. And I get, I hook, hook my, try to, I hook my phone up to it. It has its own Wi-Fi, and then it asks to hook to the internet. And I go, okay, use this internet here. It goes, perfect. Hey, there ain't no internet. Ooh. And I went, oh no, because <laughs> the internet is cable and it's on coax too. Oh and no, it, you have, you have. Uh, I have unhooked that, and I don't know which one of them wires is right, <laughs> and I don't know where it's supposed to go. So now I'm back in the basement, um, just kind of looking at everything, going, um, this wire seems to be coming from outside, so I'm going to guess, since I know the other outside wire is, mm-hmm. this has got to be the one I want. And then I'm just following wires to figure out where they go, 
and then I go upstairs and try to get like my bearings, but I can't get underneath. There's no landmarks at all of where uh-huh. you are in that house. So I'm trying to get my bearings. Like, okay, it should be here, but there's like one little vent I can look at, so I can get like a reference to the outside. So I'm like, I'm like under there, like discovering ancient Mayan ruins, you know, and I'm like. <laughs> trying to follow the map and figure out where the pharaoh is buried and finally <laughs> i find the damn wire and i'm like okay i assume i don't and i'm like i don't know which barrel this goes with so i'm just gonna assume this one here and i'll go upstairs and check and boom internet comes back lucky up. duck yep i got i got her i figured her out so then i get the uh then i get it all set up you know and it works pretty good and I, i've been happy with the one i had and his seems to work pretty good too he's mm-hmm. got decent decent intranet in the house but then i got to go through to each He's got like four. So he's got three Roku TVs. Mm-hmm. And then he's got another one in his office that was directly connected to the uh, dish. Uh-huh. So that one, I go to pull the HDMI out of the back of because I'm going to uh, hook it up onto the internet. And the HDMI just comes into like six pieces of oh. my hand with many of them still in the TV. <laughs> and I went, well, that's no good. And I go, Does this, is this a smart TV? He goes, no, that's not a smart TV. Oh, so holy hell. I said, we're going to have to go get another. TV then, I guess. So we go to Walmart and we buy like an $80 TV that has the Roku built into it. And so I go to hook that up and um, it only has, like it doesn't have all the screws in the mount. Oh. And so I'm trying to figure out like how, why the TV doesn't have all those screws, but I get it mounted the mount, but it's real floppy. And I'm like, why? do you know where the other bolt is? And he goes, I took that out. Oh. He goes, I don't like the angle that thing sits at. So I just took that bolt out. So it just kind of hangs. And so it's just like <laughs> leaned like way forward. But when he sits in his seat, <laughs> You can look up and it's like right there. Uh-huh. But anybody else in the room can't watch that TV. It's only it's <laughs> only for you. That ain't for you. That ain't for you. That TV ain't for you. So I got that all hooked up, and so what should have been like a half hour project, mm-hmm. I was there for like three hours working on that. <laughs> just hating your life at that uh, point. And that rickety ass ladder, and I just threw that thing back <laughs> under the basement. I was like, I'm done with you. So I sent you a, a text message for reference, and I'm going to ruin your day here. Hopefully. Okay. Um, was there so a way easier sure, way to do sure this? You're sure that so you're sure this was Directv, not Dish, Network. Uh, I believe so, yes. So Dish Network is a jerk, and their LMBs take two screws yes. with, with nuts on them. That's the one I had. Okay. I was going to say, because if it's DirecTV, there's a quick release at the end of yeah, that, no, off, no, no, that no, pulls that the not, LMB off of it. So no, no, that was not there. I was hoping that that was the route that you took. No, no. There, were, there <laughs> was definitely two screws with nuts that I had to undo, because I lost those. Those are gone forever. Yeah. No, those fell right in the grass, and I went, I don't need those. Those can die. He'll find them. There's also... They're probably not in there anymore, but there are probably five or six screws mm-hmm. in his gutter that I did not go back for. Oh, yeah. I probably left a lot of those there. I used that as a tool tray whenever I was working. Yeah, so. that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. And I was like, eh, the raid will probably knock these out of here. If not, what's the worst that could happen? So that was my uh, weekend adventure. That was pretty good. Yeah. So to, to kind of loop back on that. So for those people that don't work in houses or haven't, a lot of times the coax will either run like from jack to jack and it will jump between jacks or there'll be a smart panel where one wire comes from outside and then all the inside wires comes to that or they will all run outside. Gotcha. So yeah, to a box on the Back in the, the day when, when we first started doing DirecTV, it took a power unit at the, what they call the DVR or the main genie box. Mm-hmm. And I didn't always have a toner with me. So the only way to, to tone those lines was to hook up that 52 volt <laughs> thing and then walk outside and stick your tongue to the electrodes. Oh, hellfire. <laughs> but you knew as soon as you got the right wire yeah, because it like, lit your face uh, up like a 9 volt battery. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like testing a 9 volt battery. <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I'm kind of going to do it. But yeah, I, don't ooh. tell anybody. Trade secrets trade right there. But secret, yeah, just yeah. shock your tongue is a way to find so it. So be careful, folks. If you ever go and unhook <laughs> that stuff outside, uh, there may be a lot of spit on that. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. 
little inside and inside information. Okay, well, yeah. So this I'm glad one you got it done though. Yeah, I got it done, and it turned out nice, and that was good. Only six times longer than you anticipated. Right. So he had run that wire down the gutter, and it just zip tied it to the to the rain gutter as it came down. Mm-hmm. And then just straight up, just threw the brick into the house. Didn't and not like filled it in or 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 didn't just burp oh, threw no. the brick and then ran that wire in and went good enough for me. You and gotta see it. Moved on with his life. And he made it must have had the end on it already because he made that hole big enough to get it through with the end. <laughs> and I was like, come on now, come you on, could, Greenhorn, Greenhorn, you can put your own <laughs> you end on that. You know, I'm glad I didn't have to because I don't have an F connector. I don't know how to put one of those on. No, screw that noise. Well, I'm glad you got your project taken care of. I know that he is an endless source of, of projects. Well, yeah. There's for always a honeydew list whenever I so. go over there. They <laughs> knocked the trim off, like all the like the the trim around like the top of the cabinets got knocked off at some point. I think the cats oh, no. got up there and were just jacking around. And so I'm up there with a freaking air nailer, just like I don't know, putting the brads <laughs> in. And then one of them just shoots out the side. I'm like, mm, get a pair of pliers and just cut that <laughs> off. And that brum, brum. I'm no carpenter, but here you go. It's back up there, I guess. <laughs> So that's what I got going on there. Oh, I'm going to pull my thing up. What do you got? Sure. So I know we're kind of sad as Bubby's not here, so we don't have a Parker story this week. But I was talking to Thor earlier before in the podcast, and I want to I want to try to incorporate a little bit of funny news and maybe some stuff okay. into here. So Thor and I have both worked at a common place um, that has a lot of service animals. And I think if you've done anything in service that you have experienced, people bringing in service animals, and typically you're not allowed to now to deny them, you know, their animal. Right. So in now I will I will say. Let me just give a little history yeah. here. This place allows service animals in now. They used to let any animals in. Mm-hmm. They used to not care even a little bit. Yeah. So you could bring your dogs. You could bring a pig. You your could bring monkey. Whatever, your monkey. You could that bring happened. whatever you want. And you'd be so we would run shows at this place. And so we'd be in sitting and running a show. And at some point, some dog would just get done. And he'd be like, <laughs> I don't want to watch this show anymore. And just start barking in the middle of the show. People would have to like usher their dogs out. And you're like, huh, this place is weird. So this isn't necessarily a, what you call a service animal. But it uh-huh. turns out that one of the Phillies games, there was a, Phil- or a Pennsylvania man that was unable to attend the game between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Pittsburgh Pirates when the stadium security turned away him and his emotional support alligator. Oh, alligator, so, you say? Yes. Emotional, what kind of emotions you got that need supporting by an alligator? But I don't know. Could you imagine that letting that thing in there and that thing just like ripping some guy's arm off yeah. next to it? Listen, I got a lot of anger issues, and this gator, I can he sympathizes with me, and he also has a lot of anger issues. Yeah. We'd like to come into your baseball game. Oh, sure, sir. You can sit right here next to this little boy. <laughs> yeah, little boy. Feel free to prep that alligator. It won't <laughs> go wrong for you at all. There was I read a story once about a guy who tried to take his emotional support peacock onto a plane. Oh, now, a peacock, I... What? I'm <laughs> processing this. Yeah, onto a plane. <laughs> and it uh, turns out they denied him letting that peacock onto a plane. But speaking of which, have you ever seen how they transport pandas? No, I don't guess I have. Okay, so th- in the news here, uh, the United States will be losing their last couple sets of pandas. They're gonna go, they got to all go back to China, and we're not going to have any pandas here. But So if you look up, folks, you can look at this at home. Look how they transport a panda. Basically, what they do is they buy two seats, one for the panda and one for the panda handler, and they just set his fat ass right in that little seat. <laughs> they just put him on a plane. And they just feed seat, him bamboo, uh, and he just sits there and, and rides on the plane like just anybody else. Oh, just well, kind of Group one, loading group one. Yeah, loading yeah. panda group, panda group, group one. <laughs> If you yeah, have uh, seat four F, if you have any, uh, uh, if you have any need for assistance getting on the plane, or small children, or pandas, well, you can board now. 
Apparently, military veterans, elderly, disabled, or pandas, please right. come forward. Now, Tyler, you we don't have like we said, we don't have Bubby here to tell yeah. a Parker story, but mm-hmm. I do have a story I want you to tell. Okay, and it's about you visiting Oklahoma with the boys and what they found in a shed. And the aftermath of what they found in the shed. You're going to have to remind me. Found in the shed. Yes. And, and the guys went to Oklahoma. Was this one Mustang? The, no, those was when you and your boys went to visit the family. And they found something that, you, that, your, that so, her, their grandfather had <laughs> left in the shed. So a couple of years ago, so my wife uh, is from the Tulsa area. She's from the um, outskirts of Tulsa in a little place called Collinsville. And uh, we were down there visiting uh, her grandma. Her granddad had passed away some time ago. So we go down there from time to time. There's honeydew lists, and there's things that we just, you know, like to take care of for her and go down there for her birthday, that sort of thing. So we're outside playing. It's it's springtime, and they have a little shed out back. And mind you, no one has been in this shed since her grandfather passed because right. she has everything taken care of at Yeah, this point. she's not going out there and mowing So the I'm going out there, and I'm just kind of looking for things, tools, things that I might be able to use, and I find a rubber snake. <laughs> and... Uh, I, sh- I show her this. I bring it in. The kids are playing with it, throwing it around the backyard. And my wife, myself, my wife's grandma all see this and watch this happen throughout the day. Because so, them kids are just dragging that snake around everywhere, right? Oh, yeah. They're just using it like a whip. They're yeah. hitting people with it. They're throwing it up in so the air. So it's not they're... like this snake was, was like in any way hidden from anybody. This snake was no. out and about the whole day. Out and about the entire day. So at some point during the night, they had brought the snake in and had tossed it, I believe tossed it underneath the couch. So that day, we end up driving home, and her grandma, she doesn't have a normal sleep schedule. She pretty much just goes by her own clock. She may sleep till noon. She may stay up till 2 a.m., whatever. So like a normal night, she stays up till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and she's walking down the hallway, and out of the corner of her eye on the right behind the sofa, she sees an object. And she's like, what in the world is that? So she goes and gets a flashlight, like any of us would, and she shines it back there and catches that, and sure enough, it's a snake. Now... Us being in this story, know that this is a fake snake that the right. kids have been playing with. So should she. Yeah, because she was there for the playing with the she snake. She loses her ever loving mind, calls the police, <laughs> and calls has the police. the police come over in the middle of the night. And the cops are shining around, and she goes, Ma'am, are you sure that that's a snake? And she's like, Yeah, I saw it with the flashlight. I caught it. And she's like, You don't have any toys or anything? And she goes, No, why would I have a. <laughs> and pauses and remembers the fact that those kids have been playing with that snake and the cop and his buddy absolutely lose it on her. So everyone's having a good laugh. And you know that as soon as they got done, they went back to the precinct. Everybody in the entire Collinsville, Tulsa area now know of the elderly lady with the rubber snake call in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. But she was losing her mind and almost did it again right, that's with what, the that's same my snake part. like a week later. And she didn't, didn't remember that she had seen it and called the police. Of it. The didn't get, didn't throw it away or anything. Nope, left it. Left, left it where it was right and there. Then got scared by yeah, it. A got second her again. Time came back around. Got her again. But no, I I was dying laughing when she called and told us that story because, like you said, she knew it all day. She had seen it and it never registered once that that thing might have been <laughs> that they were playing with and not a real one that had gotten in. Got to call them co- so, and ca- call the cops too. Call the right. Come shoot this snake. That's the first person you're going to call. Is the police. Hey, not animal control. Not maybe the fire department. Not your son. Not, not your family, son. Not, not family. Not There's a neighbor. Snake in the house. No. Come shoot this snake, Sergeant. <laughs> we got a, we got a garter snake. Get down here. Get out of here. We got to shoot this snake dead. All she needs is a cat. Yeah, that'll take care right? of it. This is coming from the same person that when Whitney was a young per- one girl um, saw a night crawler and thought it was a snake and shot it with a twenty two. Oh well, so she <laughs> had the yard. gun somewhere. Yes. So, so she, she could have shot a worm it. with the twenty two. <laughs> 
How big was that worm? Apparently large enough to think she was a, to think it was a snake. Right? <laughs> but then your answer to that, because it was outside. It yeah, wasn't. She it, didn't call the cops then. She didn't call the cops again. Where's that gun, huh? How come you ain't shooting that snake? <laughs> I didn't want to scarf the floor. Yeah. I get the cops shoot it. They're professionals at <laughs> shooting snakes. <laughs> this is the same grandma that drinks me under the table when we're drinking margaritas. Well, so there you go. She's a, she, she she's got a, a hobby. Yeah, she's a hoot. Okay. Um, <laughs> here before the end of this podcast, we a um, uh, friend of the podcast, Amanda, because mm-hmm. uh, she's not on the podcast, yeah. so she's only friend of the podcast. Long Week in Dubai. Long Week in Dubai has sent an email that I will be reading here oh, in just a little bit. Speaking of which, do you have access to the other email? Have we received any from our friends in Fiji or Canada? No, or? I do not believe so. I believe this is the only email that we have right. floating out there, but I will get to that here. I'm going to tease it, but we out, we'll actually get to it this episode yeah. on Mike Diego. Well, that being said, anybody out there in foreign countries or anybody far away, free, feel, feel free to email us with anything you got. We'd so love to hear from you. We've got Fiji. We've got Finland. Mm. We have Australia, which is right there by Fiji. Yeah. And I believe we have Great Britain now, people who have oh. listened. So oh, welcome. Um, uh, I, I don't know any other. Bienvenue. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, um, we appreciate you. But all we around, do appreciate all you. World. All around the world. Tell your friends about the podcast. We, you know, we'd love to have a, a huge international following or yeah. just a regular following. Just in any following. Any following whatsoever would be good. So make sure you tell your friends about the podcast. Um, so there's a guy. I'm going to tell you this. Because I okay, so this this story starts one way and then goes a different direction. Okay. There's a guy that drives down my street all the time, and he has one of those uh, electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called, but it's basically like a skateboard except for it has a giant ass wheel in the middle of it. Okay. So he's kind of like his feet are on either side of the big wheel, and then there's just a wheel. That's it. Uh-huh. And then the whole thing goes down the road to like. Mach 10. Oh, shit. And he just comes whipping down the road on that thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of want to ride a big wheel. And then I thought, why don't they make a big, an electric big wheel? What? Yeah. Like, they should be making... Yeah. That's what I want. I don't yeah. want that dude thing with the big wheel. I want a big wheel. I want a straight up big wheel that's electric. Straight up big wheel that's Red electric. and yellow. Yep. Like a recombinant bike. <laughs> but, it's, but it's a big wheel. Yes. And then what was the other one? There was another one that was like a big wheel... But it had like two brakes, one on either side. Oh, I remember that. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, I don't remember either. But that was pr- one of my neighbor friends. I had a big wheel. And one of my neighbor friends had that. It was like green. Big green machine. Big green machine. <laughs> Nailed See, it. That's in my brain. People's Living names. rent free. Yep. People's names. Nah, not in there. But big green machine. That's in there floating around. <laughs> so yeah, my neighbor had the big green machine. And I had a big wheel. And I would build like ramps and stuff and take that. That mm-hmm. thing is just blown plastic. You know, yeah. just... Air blown plastic and, and not to mention your center of gravity is about two inches off the ground. Oh, yeah. And I would take that thing off of ramps and just wreck the crap out of myself <laughs> on that. You know, just pedal as hard as you, you know, get it on a downhill slope. Oh, yeah, you're not gonna tear that thing up. Pe- pedal as hard as you can and then hit that ramp and then hope for the best. <laughs> and you're just gonna your tailbone's gonna smack that concrete just as hard as it possibly can every time. Every time, man. It was the eighties. It was a it was, wild time. It was the eighties and I was dumb as hell, so I didn't know no better. <laughs> Chicks dig scars, bro. Chicks dig scars. So I thought, you know, that I thought like, man, a recombinant bike that was a big wheel. And then like you know, they got all those like a little, ele- you know, you can get those little tiny, kind of like a um, smart car, but you can get like an electric one from like China or something mm-hmm. for like 10 grand. How come they don't have one of those that's that big, that, that like um, 
that little tyke's car. Dude, you know come on, Segway or somebody. Get, get you to know work what I'm on talking this. about? The yellow and red, mm-hmm. like, little tyke's car. Oh, yeah. You, somebody should be ride, driving around in one of those. I had just, one of the, or we had one of those for our kids. Yeah, but I mean, that's like an electric version of that thing. You can just drive, you know, I guess like, you can only go like 40 miles on a charge or whatever, but it don't matter. You ain't going that far. No, my kid don't need to go that far anyway. No, I'm not talking about my <laughs> kid. I'm talking about me. I'm going to ride around in that thing. Me as cool as hell riding around that thing. Check me out. How do you like me now? And speaking of weird vehicles, um, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but a couple weeks ago, the Wienermobile was in town. Yes, it was. Did you hear that it just changed its name back? Oh, so what did they change it to? They changed it to the Frank... I'm going I'm to have to look at this. I think it was the Frankmobile, which, you know, that's not going to stick. Boo, it has been Frank the Mobile. Wienermobile since yeah, time began. The Wiener- okay, you know what? You, you take the jokes, kids. You, yes, your vehicle is named the Wienermobile, and somebody's going to make the Wienermobile jokes, but... Yes. You're the Wienermobile. Yes. Okay. The Frankmobile. Frankmobile. It's kind of like whenever IHOP changed it to IHOB. Yeah, because they're going to serve burgers. Yeah, but that was like, a just, publicity yeah, stunt. You just know? maintain your lane, bro. Right. You're going to be the Wienermobile. Frankmobile is like some dude. <laughs> just some dude. <laughs> this is a painted up van with no windows is <laughs> yeah, what the Frankmobile exactly. is. This is one of the ones with all the words on it. Just this a, is a manifesto, manifesto van. van is a Frankmobile. <laughs> and I don't want to no know part of no Frankmobile, but the Wienermobile. Oh, I'm all in. I'm all Nickel. So, all in nickel. Um, so, the Wienermobile was at. Um, we've told the we've told the um, Slipknot story, right? Yes, we've told okay. the Slipknot. Story. So the same place that had Slipknot signing autographs on their booze, also had the Wienermobile. That's the High V here in uh, Springfield, Missouri, the one located on Battlefield and Kansas Expressway. They've got a lot of weird stuff going on with their live, and I am in for every bit of it. Yeah, apparently, it's a hot venue here in town. <laughs> right? They've got a lot of, atta- or a lot of attention. So I'm driving by, and I'm like, hey, Wienermobile. So we pull over. I pull over and go check out the Wienermobile. I get my picture taken in front of that. But I'm looking inside that thing, dude, and that thing is, like, those are new. Like, that, that Wienermobile can't be more than, because they put a lot of miles on that thing, right? Yeah, I think the original one was like an Airstream or something they yeah, converted, yeah. but these are, like, made. These for, are made for this. But yeah. the inside of that thing looks straight up 1970s. <laughs> It's like the it's like that yellow and brown kind of coloring in there. And what if it really is the same one? That's just they just been revamping for the last fifteen. I know years. for a fact that there are at least five of them. I believe okay. there are only five. Of them. I did have that question. I wondered how many there was. In I think existence. there are five total because I saw a picture once with four of them in the same parking lot, and somebody had mentioned that there were only five in the world, and four of them were right there, oh, right wow. there. So, um, but it's got it's got these big old like um, captain's chairs in it. Like every like everybody gets a captain's chair. There's Hell probably yeah. like there's two in the front, and then I think there's two in the middle, and maybe two or three in the back as mm-hmm. well. I think it's got to be badass to just you know cruise because it's all windows. Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't have to pay me a whole lot of money to take that thing on a tour. Oh no, no, hot dogs and windows. So you got a lot of good view. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably uh, hopefully the AC works. Otherwise, it's gonna smell like a hot dog in there. <laughs> but man, yeah. And I know they use like college kids. They have college kids who sign up to do like internships, and that that's what they do is like drive around the Wienermobile. Yeah. But if there was a professional job, I'd probably apply for that job. Oh, sign me up. Right? Because you're like, what's the? You know, I'm the Wiener Man. I'm the Wiener. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm the Wiener Man. <laughs> you heard me. The Jazz Lady. The Jazz Lady and the Wiener Man. We're gonna get those two together. Um, but no, the uh, to just you know that's your gig. You're just driving around the Wienermobile all day, and you park someplace, and you. Everybody's out, happy to see you. Hand out wiener whistles and, yeah. and you know, play have hot dog trivia. I think they had a hot dog trivia. I don't know what trivia is hot dog because I didn't actually do that because there's a line, but what do you think the waiting list is to be a driver for that? Or when does that come available? Uh, like I said, I think it's an internship, so I think you gotta apply for that. It's gotta be awesome. How but how like like 
what's the what's the process there? Like, is it really competitive? I gotta imagine it is, right? Oh, I would think so. I Could would think it'd be a fairly prestigious thing. You can get hired. Like your first job out of college, if you have Wienermobile internship yeah. on there, and like I would have a picture of you like in the seat driving the Wienermobile, you automatically get your first job. No, absolutely. So, or, so what things you know makes you qualified to to join our team here? I was the god Wienermobile Wienermobile driver. Oh, sir, if you just sure. I'll show you to your corner yeah, here's office your, here's, right your, here's your paperwork. Just go ahead and fill that out. You can go ahead and skip the drug test because we know you can go past that because you drove the Wienermobile. <laughs> So um, we just come this way. Yeah, we'll get you signed up. Here's your 401k. Here's all the rest of it. <laughs> yes. Here's your corner office. Let's right, go, President. Exactly. Man. I've got uh, I've got Zamboni driver on my resume. Uh, oh, you do? Yeah. Cause so I, uh, in the past, I've worked several ice shows, and I have driven um, professional. I've been paid to drive a Zamboni, mm-hmm. so I have Zamboni operation and maintenance on my resume and I will honestly say that it at least got me two jobs hey you know what if nothing else it's a conversation starter right that's what you gotta have on like, it so kids how did you get that experience right yeah, let me tell you free tip for those kids out there you're gonna wanna have something on that resume that's a little attention you don't it don't have to be you know like something big but something mm-hmm. that you go alright I wanna talk to this guy cause I wanna see about this yeah, I might not even hire him but I kinda wanna I wanna know about more about <laughs> what's going on here so yeah the Frank Mobile is uh is back to the Wiener Mobile. So that's good. And yeah, right with the world. Yeah, yeah. Because that's no, how it should be. That's right. You can't, the world is messed up enough, people. We cannot be changing the name of the Wiener Mobile or any, anything like that, all right? Yeah. It ain't hurting nobody to make a penis joke every once in a while. No. Okay. The kids think it's funny every time. So, uh, so that was the, that is my uh, fun time. I got a good picture of me in front of that Wiener Mobile, too. Yeah, you didn't. Somebody stole your thunder. Somebody else from our office. Oh yeah, the, so yeah, I post I post on our work uh, teams chat. Hey, check me out in front of the Wienermobile, and then I just see. Uh, so I go in in the hobby and I'm gonna have lunch as I want to do, and then I look outside and I see them some bitches just scrambling out there trying to get their picture in front of in, the, in front of the Wienermobile and get their pic and post their picture too. I was like psh, just piling on. That's all yeah. you're doing. Yeah, you just you just riding my riding yeah, the wave coattail. Right, exactly. So. Here's a here's a fun story for us. Okay, cat folded into a bed sofa wins Hambone Award for unusual insurance claim. Okay, is this a good? Is this a happy story? <laughs> I think so. I just kind of stumbled kinda, on this. I don't I need a, I don't to... need a sad story about a cat who died. No, in national or nationwide pet insurance announced a New York cat who ended up folded into a sofa bed was awarded the Hambone Award for the most unusual pet insurance claim of the year. Huh? Hambone Award, huh? Yeah. So if you guys want to win the Hambone Award, make sure you put your uh, animals in now, curious places now, and file an insurance claim. I, I have questions about the Hambone Award. Yeah, let's do this because I might have answers. Yeah, you look at that article there, but I want to know a. Why it's called the Hambone Award? It's got to be for some p- injured pig, I'm gonna yeah. guess. And then two, what's the uh, like? Is this an actual like? If you mm-hmm. win the Hambone Award, do you have to be like nominated for the no, Hambone? This Award? is apparently from Nationwide Insurance. The, okay. the, the insurance na, 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 is on your side. Exactly. So this is Nathan Nationwide's 15th annual award that recognizes uncommon pet insurance claims. Oh, this is. This is very specific. <laughs> it very much is. This award is presented annually and is to bring awareness to unique and surprising things that can happen to pets. Okay. Um, and how pet insurance plays a role in helping them. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nationwide Insurance, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, yeah. please reach out please to us. Please reach out. 
Uh, so does it have? Does it tell me why it's called that? I need to know why it's called the Hambone Award because that's, that's a what very I'm looking odd, up right now. Because that, that's a very odd name. It's not like the the Catastrophe Award, which is what I would have gone with. I think. Oh, that would have been that would have been more fitting. Right, but instead we're going the Hambone. So Hamboning, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like you ever seen somebody play the spoons? Mm-hmm. That's so Hamboning is playing the spoons, but you ain't got no spoons. <laughs> <laughs> just going to town. Yeah, you're just slapping your your hands and your arms and your legs, but you're it's it's in that same family as spoon players, except for you're just a ham boner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're called it. ham boners, See. but I wanted to go ahead and get that out there in the world. Kind of like people that play certain brass instruments, the tromboners. Tromboners. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't find why they call it the ham bone award. Okay. I assume it's because you're hamming up. All right, Tyler's going to do a little research um, yeah. and come back to us on the next podcast with his book report about why it's called the Hambone Ham Award. Award. All right, I'm going to jump to uh, one of our newer segments, mm-hmm. and I'm, I still haven't got a sound effect for this one yet, but I'm going to get one, and this is the... Oh, wait a minute. I was going to do reverb. Uh, talk amongst yourself. I want to see... Just, you. Okay. It's just me. I'll have it, I'll have it next <laughs> talk, time. Talk amongst yourself. I can do that, but nobody can hear me. Right. Um, I'll, I'll get this next time. Um, but I'm going to put reverb on it when yeah, I say that. Just so you know, I'm having a heck of an internal conversation right now. Guys. Right. So uh, we're going to... This uh, this uh, this little bit... This is going well. This podcast is such a well-oiled, highly produced machine. Um, this ep- this uh, segment is called Crackhead of the Week. Crackhead of the Week. Crackhead of the Week. All right, well, so what you got? This town is full of them. and there's, full of them. There's stories upon stories. So, not in this, I don't know if this guy's a crackhead or mm-hmm. not. I'll be real honest with you. But he's got a lot going on. Yeah. So, on the corner of, of um, Campbell and Sunshine here in Springfield, a lot of times there is a gentleman who I think he's, he's out there for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, but he is out there, and he has got a guitar... And an amplifier and a little microphone, but it's like one of those amplifiers that like you hook on your belt. You Hell know? yeah, it is battery powered. Yeah, a little battery powered amp that he's got on his thing, and he's just like yelling about something. I can never really understand what he's saying, and playing his guitar and trying to drum up business for whatever's going on here. Oh, so he's not like a panhandler. He's just doing. No, he's no, not no. a homeless dude. He's out there working for somebody. He's working for some. Oh, I no, thought it's this not was like some a, dude not like out a business. There just putting on a show for his own. Well, kinda. Okay. So he's not working for a business or something. I think he's trying to get you to talk about Jesus with him. Okay, is what I think because I think I've also seen him out there with the adult version of the candy, uh, the white panel van. Get your kids coming. Oh, yeah. My panel van with candy. Mm-hmm. But his is like a Ford Bronco with a homemade sign that is got a string on it that he's got draped over his rear view, not his rear view, but his like passenger side mirror that just says free Bibles. I'm pretty sure I've seen this story on a Dateline NBC murder right. mystery somewhere. This is how that starts. 100%. Right. Get, come, come over here and get your free Bible. And you <laughs> just get hop in the car and I'll get it for you. <laughs> so I, yes, it, it, I have a picture of it. I'll show you later, but it distinctly, <laughs> I'll try to remember to put it in the show notes, but I cannot guarantee I'll remember. Oh, I hope you would. I'd love to see um, that. But basically, yes, it's a, this looks like a Ford Bronco with like this homemade white poster board sign with a string holding it onto the mirror that just says free Bibles. He's got a bowl full of candy out there too. Cause I feel like this is yeah. a bowl full of candy. But now he's not out there. He's not out there all the time, but he is out. He's been out there frequently, but okay. he's also been out there with his guitar and his little amp and singing and shouting something about Jesus, and I'm not, I can't really tell. So that's his way of drumming up people. You think? It's well, that's what I'm. That's my question. Is like, who's stopping? 
Who's yeah, like, no. oh, sh- shit. That's you know a what? busy intersection. I ain't right with the Lord. I better pull over and have a conversation <laughs> with this guy. Because like, it's not like for a specific church it doesn't appear to be. He's no. out there uh, proselytizing on his own yeah. for his own purposes, be they good or nefarious, I don't know. <laughs> but again, with the, with the Ford Bronco, I'm leaning towards nefarious, but the, I don't know for church sure. church of Frank's van here. <laughs> exactly, the church of Frank's van. <laughs> Frank Van, Frank and Frank and Mobile, Frank Mobile, <laughs> Frank Mobile Van Church. I've heard Frank Mobile Van Church, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so um, he is not the only person, though. I have seen on the corner just kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. I've also seen um, up on uh, Kansas Expressway, kind of up there by uh, the highway, kind of by the zoo. There's a guy up there every once in a while who has also got a guitar, mm-hmm. no amp, just a just a regular acoustic guitar. No shirt, yep. no shoes. He's still doing service though, because he is out there at a bus I, stop. Just, I would say he gives it a hundred percent. If it's the same guy I'm rocking, up, yes, he is a hundred percent all day, every day. Just like kicking air kicks, like high kicks in the yep, air. Same and dude. Just, no shoes and just rocking out on his guitar <laughs> for nobody. He's not got a thing out there like, it's please give me money. Life right there, right? Maybe. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Like, is that a job? Can You're I apply for that? Kicking, guitar playing, yeah, just living just your best life. At the bus stop, just doing whatever you do. That's I don't know if they let him on the bus or he just, that's his performance spot. <laughs> I have also seen in this town, and this is the only panhandler, which I was sad I didn't actually give some money to. Uh-huh. This guy is standing over there by, um, uh, he's on Glenstone over there by the Walmart near 60, for uh-huh. those of you playing along at home, kind of by the Andes, but it coming out of the parking lot of the Walmart. And he is standing there at the stoplight on the little island with his little bucket, but he doesn't have a sign or anything. He's just juggling. He's got three juggling balls, and he's putting on a show. You know what? And Good for him. Taking money. And I'm like, you know what? At least you're performing a service. Yeah. You're not out there just begging for money. Yeah. You're putting on a little show. Yeah. And if someone wants to give you a little bit of money for putting on a show, power to you. Yeah. And that was the only one I was like, I should have given him money. No, absolutely. I Encour- feel, feel you. That's what I want to encourage. Okay, I'm not saying that we should make... The homeless people do tricks for me. I'm saying that I understand in my Dance, head. monkey. Yeah. That I understand in my head that I'm not allowed to do that. Okay? I'm not allowed to have homeless people perform shows for me for my amusement and then give them a dollar. I understand that. Okay? So don't, don't yell at me for that. But I do, will say, put a little effort to it. Put a little showmanship on it. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you're just standing out there with your poorly worded sign, I'm probably not interested in you. Because I know you're a scammer. I know 100% you're a scammer, yeah. okay? Because you're wearing your freaking, you got your Air Jordans on out there. And you, every time you, I look away, you pull out your iPhone 15, you're kind of poking around at that while you're yeah. waiting for the next group of people. I know you're a scammer, yeah. okay? But put on a show and we can talk. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. My 100%. Up so, your game. So going back to Frank's, Frank's church van. Okay, Frank's. Thor and I have an issue. And the issue that we have... Between us or just in general? <laughs> no. Me and you saw something the other day, and okay. we have an issue with the Cowboy Church. Yes. Okay. I'll i got a picture I'll of let, this, too. Yeah. I'll uh, let Thor kind of elaborate on this. All right. This, hold on. I'm going to pull up the picture, Tyler. Um, uh, so, basically, there is a place... There's a Cowboy Church here in, in the greater Springfield area. And they have... I have 1,900 pictures <laughs> of what appear to be the inside of my pocket. <laughs> On my phone. I am an old man with problems. And i got to put on my glasses to look for this. Um, here it is. So, if you are driving between um, Springfield and... Oh, no. Uh, Nixa. Nixa. 
um, right by the River, James River Animal Hospital. Plug to you guys. Yeah. Um, the, that is one feel of free the, to sponsor the podcast. Feel free to sponsor the podcast. I will give an actual plug to the James River Animal uh, Hospital. That is one of the few places in this area that will see ferrets. And okay. And will, will treat ferrets. I used to have ferrets way mm-hmm. back in the day. And they are actually very good with ferrets. And if you need to, to have a ferret looked at, they're one of the few hospitals that will do that. I would say that's area. a specialty skill. Yeah. Um, so next to that, their sign is another sign, and it is for a church, okay? And that church is called the No Fences Cowboy Church, mm-hmm. okay? No, no Fences, Fences Cowboy Church. Cowboy that is the church. name of the church, okay? And they have a cross that they have constructed out of wood there, and then surrounding that cross is a fence, okay? No Fences Cowboy Church, fence. And then... On that fence, they have placed their banner because they had to hang it somewhere. You can't just hang it off the cross, right? Right. But then on the picture on the No Fences Cowboy Church is a cowboy sitting on a fence. And the banner is attached to a fence fence that they specifically Built. built to hang the banner with the cowboy on a fence on the fence. For the no fences, the no fences cowboy, cowboy church. church. So we have a problem with that. Yeah. So our guess is, hey Myrtle, <laughs> she runs the office. I don't know this or anything, but this is my theory. Yeah. Hey Myrtle, we're gonna need to uh, we need to advertise our church because we ain't got enough people coming to this church. Can you handle that? Sure. Yeah, you bet. What do you want? I want a banner. Kay. Okay. And a cross. Can you put a cross out there too? Sure, I can do that. She calls up whoever she calls up. Hey, I need a banner and a church. Okay, what do you want on your banner? Uh, I want a cowboy sit on the fence. All right, what's the church called? No offenses, cowboy church. Sure about that? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And then she calls out the guys to, to hang it. You know, she got to get a, like a, a general contract or something, get out there and put that fence up. So how you wanna you want to hang this off the cross? And she's like, you mean like where Jesus should be? And he goes, yeah. He goes, no, I don't want to do that. No. that. That seems bad. How about you just build a fence around this thing and we'll put that on that? <laughs> And the guy's like, you sure? And she goes, yeah, I'm good. No, 100%. 100%. Final answer. Final answer. And that's what happened. So no offenses, Cowboy Church. I question the title of your church. Yes. Of the no fences part, because you have shown me, in fact, two separate fences in the nine square feet <laughs> that you were advertising. One of them with a cowboy on it. So uh, no, ca- if you guys would like to come on the podcast on both... Um, Advertise your church and explain why there's so many fences. Yourself. Explain why there's so many fences in your no fences church. We'd love to talk to you. Right. So I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah, to be no. with you. I, I did too to, until just now. I will try to post that picture as well, but I I make zero guarantees. Yeah. In so well. those are the things that grind my gears about the cowboy <laughs> grind church. My, this, what things grind my gears? Um, so I had one more thing, and I got to go yeah. back to my uh, my. My list here. I think we're doing good. We filled almost an hour, right? So we were a little, we were a little nervous that uh, just the two of us, but I'd done it. We had done this podcast with with two people before. Oh, so we're oh yeah, we can. uh, Let me double check this, and then we're gonna go to our email here. Um, Tyler had that. We covered funny news. I'm sorry, folks. This is riveting podcast. I'm sure crackhead. No, I did all that. Okay, so we're gonna jump to our email that we received. Mm -hmm. And Tyler, I'm not gonna tell you who this email is from. Okay. Um, But I know him. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this, this is written to the podcast, and it is titled, the, the, the title of this, this email is, Amanda Broke My Heart. Now, at this point, that could be anybody. That could be anybody. Literally anybody. Anybody that has come and crossed paths with Amanda. Literally anybody could be this, because she is a heartbreaker, soul taker. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this Rough is shaker. and this is not addressed to the podcast. This is a specific, uh, and we'll have Amanda uh, give her retort on this when she returns. Okay, but uh, this is not addressed to any of us but her, dear Amanda. Very specific. I am heartbroken that you are unso- so unhappy with Train and Pat Monahan. For the record, he is absolutely amazing, and it is the best band of all time. Tyler, would you care to kick a guess of who this? Did you write that email? I did not, in fact, write okay. this email. Because <laughs> could have came from as a as a so passing train fan. Mm. Who wrote this email so, in great disgust to Amanda that she would dare defame the name of train? Your wife. It was, in fact, my wife. That was like I'm looking like I'm yeah. British. <laughs> my wife li- has just got around to that She's episode. She's just mad because she hasn't got her Phineas or Ferb yet. Right. Well, she is mad about that, and I, and we will we will <laughs> get that to her this week. I promise. But she listened. She had just listened to the episode, <laughs> and then called to tell me how mad she was, and that she had written an email to Amanda to express her distaste <laughs> of her not appreciating. You know what? We we welcome all emails. The greatness that is Pat. Uh, Monahy or Mahomes or whatever it is. Is he the lead singer? He's the lead singer, okay. yes. I, I can't hate Train. I, they've no, never Train, put anything out that I've not liked. They got catchy little tunes. They do. Right? They're, a good, they're a good band. They're not, you know, I would not say they're my all-time favorite band, but I will say they're my wife's all-time favorite yeah, band. And they are a good So, listen. Amanda, um, you better watch your back because she's coming for you. <laughs> she's coming at you. Um, so, if you'd like to write into the podcast, feel free to do so at uh, It's All Fish and Chips at gmail.com or mm-hmm. visit our website. It's allfishandships.com. I have fixed the Patreon. Awesome. Which I messed up the name on the Patreon, apparently, yeah. because I put the damn just in there again because <laughs> I really want to put the just in there every time. It is not all just fish and ship. It is all fish and chips. Yeah. So remember the difference, folks. Uh, also, um, in, in current news, we have a TikTok. Oh, yes. We've started a TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I have some work that I need to do on it because I think... Part of our name was taken, so there's some words, period words, like it's 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 dot all dot fish dot chips and okay, well, so far, so I need to get that refined, and I will give you guys the tag. Yeah, of so we're not we're not there yet. Um, so our goal is to hopefully maybe do like a four square live cast, maybe or maybe. recording of the show. We're not sure exactly how we're going to use it, but we do have a TikTok, and we'll get that. If information you've got some out. suggestions for TikToks, um, yeah. No, I am we, not a TikToker, so I've got to no, learn. We're, no, no, we're all too old to actually be doing this. We just want to be available. We want to be. We want you guys to kind of see all the fun that we're having here. Um, hopefully, by the next t- episode when we are doing our Ego uh, Sipping Cream, we will have this figured out, and you guys can uh, kind of see how that went for us. But just know, get 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 excited, yeah. get 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 pumped because the TikTok is coming. Now yeah. we will not be uh, things will not be starting. Just to uh, ease your minds, we'll not be starting an OnlyFans. Nope. Um, just because we don't think anyone... The Patreon's <laughs> going so well, I can't imagine someone subscribing to our OnlyFans. Um, the TikTok will also not involve any... Um, We're not going to doing like shorts and things like that, yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't know how we'll use it. but Yeah, but just know that it's coming, and we will plug the hell out of it like we plug yep. everything else on this podcast. Yeah. We will plug it out to oblivion and see who listens. Yep. Um, so make sure you tell your friends uh, about the podcast and about our future TikTok mm-hmm. and how excited you are that you're going to be able to see us and our pretty, pretty faces. Yep. And Bubby, uh, we'll make Bubby drink another shot of Malort yes. uh, just so you can watch the reaction to that. I may 
Mm, they're not here. I may hide Malort in something for Bubby. <laughs> what like kind start of? an apple, like bring an apple juice oh, or something like that, I and just pour like, the sh- like here's a here's a Cadbury egg, and then surprise, <laughs> it's just f- inject it with Malort. It's just full of Malort. <laughs> like, Let me try to see if we can get Bubby on this. That. Okay, all right. Okay, this reminds me of the story that I'm going to go back in our ba- way back time machine, in terms of like finding a nasty surprise. Uh-huh. Tyler's wedding. <laughs> you know where this story is going. He's still mad at me about this. So Tyler got married. Uh, what year did you guys get married? 2012. 2012. I still carry this grudge to this day. Um, and then after this story, we'll wrap this thing up. So we, Tyler has had a le- very lovely wedding here in the Greater Springfield area. Him and his wife, and there were uh, many friends and, and family uh, attended this wedding. And after the wedding, as a lot of people do, they were doing photos. Yeah, we were on a budget, so we did not provide food, but we had snacks. We had snacks, and uh, I think I believe there was a bar. Yes, there was a bar. Um, so we were kind of waiting around for the pictures to get done because you know most of us were not not invited to be in the pictures, uh, probably for the best. And um, Tyler has provided snacks for us. Okay, and I'm like, oh, and they're little baggies, little. They're like little. I think they're purple, maybe, but mm-hmm. they're little like. Little baggies that had candy in them. And I was like, oh, candy, awesome. And I look at it, it's, oh, M&M's, awesome. And I dumped like, I don't know, eight or ten in my hand, and I popped that into my mouth. Now, what Tyler has done, what the war crime that Tyler has committed is <laughs> that it wasn't just plain M&M's. The unthinkable. The un- it wasn't plain M&M's, okay? This was a mix of plain M&M's and peanut M&M's and Skittles, you <laughs> son of a bitch. With Nothing no, will prepare you for that flavor. No. You are not prepared for a mouthful of M&M's, peanut M&M's, not peanut M&M's, but peanut butter M&M's, and then Skittles. Okay, <laughs> There's nothing in your brain that is prepared for that moment. No. So I pop this hand of, of candy in my mouth and go one bite, two bite, and then freeze. Because <laughs> I am unsure how to process what has just happened to me. What... What, like I said, war crime has been committed against me personally by Tyler. And the best part is, he's not around to see the payoff of this. <laughs> he has just thrown this joke grenade out into the world and said, nah, it'll eventually go off, right? The best jokes are the ones you don't see the punchline for. Right? And so I'm like, blah. And I'm not going to be the only one who has this experience. So I choke down that, that handful. <laughs> and I go, hey, you guys should try the candy. It's pretty good. And so the, some of the other people there are like, oh, okay. And then I get to at least watch. Well, they go, oh, Katie, bro. And then one bite, two bite, what, what is happening in my face? <laughs> this is like if you get a dozen donuts and you're like, I'm going to eat the jelly donut. It's going to be delicious. And you get that donut and it's got the little hole in the side. You're like, jelly donut, here we go. And you take a bite into that thing and it's Bavarian cream. Yeah. And your brain real. was set on jelly yeah. and it was prepared for jelly. And in no way is prepared for any yep. other substance to come squirting out of that donut. Yep. Same experience. My wife does that sometimes with Sprite, and she'll like change, you know, like she'll drink Sprite and she'll get some water or something. And all I've shared that Sprite with her. And go, right. Oh yeah, nice, delicious set of oh the water and just a complete boned letdown from head to toe. <laughs> boned, <laughs> boned, just Franken boned. So uh, Tom boned. So you know they have Starry now. I'm, I I know I'm sidetracked at this point. But the Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Starry not or Starry. Yeah, I've tried it. So that used to be Sierra Mist, okay? The problem was they didn't own the name Sierra Mist. Oh, no. They were not the first ones to be called Sierra Mist, I should say. That honor belonged to an adult film star. Yes. 
named Sierra Mist. Yes, it did. And that, <laughs> and that the folks who had the drink tried to sue her to get the name and then ended up losing and had to change their drink name to Starry. That's amazing. So, um, <laughs> lots of lawsuit too with porn right? star. Right? Well, she was there first. She got the name first. It's only she fair. She was there first. They're, they're degrading her brand with their nasty off-brand That stuff is disgusting, Sprite. by the way. That ain't Sprite. Sierra Mist is not. Is no. the bottom tier of lemon-lime sodas. Correct. All right. What's top tier? Sprite? Sprite. Is that what you're going with? Sprite. Okay. So, it's Sierra Mist, 7-Up. Actually, there's another one in there. I can't. It's called like... Lime up, or there's another a new one, and it's okay. really close to Sprite. But Seven okay. Up and Sierra Mist are now. Where's the the, where's like there. the uh, Sam's br- off brand, um, like like lemon lemony? This Shasta. Are we doing Shasta? No Shasta. Uh, Sh- first of all, I take Shasta. Shasta's delicious. Yeah, but um, no, there's always yeah. like you know because you got Dr Pepper, then you got it's Dr. mid grade. I, I have a hard time being worse than Seven Up and Sierra Mist, in my opinion. Okay. I don't. I'm not Those a big pretty bad. Seven Up's like I'm. I'm not feeling well, yeah. and I need to put something in me. Yeah. That's all the Seven Up is to me. Yeah. Seven Up is basically medicine. Yes, but like sweet medicine, <laughs> but still, medicine. it's like a Luden's cough drop. Yeah, that and and saltines. The only time I'm going to have either one of those is when something has gone horribly wrong. Yes. Sprite. I'll, I'll have the problem I have with Sprite is there's too much carbonation in the Sprite. They, yeah, they do have a lot of carbonation. No, you can't. That's for sure. You can't like chug it. Like most sodas, you could chug a oh, soda. Oh no, your nose will burn. No, you'll, your face oh. will explode if you try. There's, I think there's a TikTok challenge or something, or like a, a YouTube, you know, like thing where you're supposed to try to drink a whole Sprite in mm-hmm. one sitting without burping. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it can be done. I don't done. think you can that do that. Thing, that's like doc, like Dr Pepper's pretty carbonated, mm-hmm. but then like Sprite, like I said, you know what? Hold my beer. Yeah. And they one up that. Bad boy. Yeah, see, I don't have that problem with cola. I don't have a problem with Sprite or uh, Coke or Pepsi or whatever it is. When it comes to Sprite, it there's a huge difference for me. Oh yeah, no, you gotta you gotta pace yourself. Yeah. You got and there's gonna be there's gonna be some some vocal eruptions there <laughs> in that because there's no way you can drink that Sprite without like suffering a little bit of damage. <laughs> yeah, like Dr Pepper's also in that same like mm-hmm. God, I I would murder everyone. In this How long house. has it been since you've had a Dr Pepper? First of the year. Really? I quit, I quit it the first year, and I would murder everyone in this house right now for a doctor. It's Pepper. just me and your wife. And three dogs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said what I said. The, the, uh, the, in, the cousin dog is back visiting today, yeah. and she is a holy terror. Yeah, they tripled in size since yes, a month is, ago. She is a big girl Cousin now. dog. So, anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for this go-round of the podcast. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you guys tuning in with us. Episode twelve. Yeah, our big we, tween years. It was awkward. It was weird. We cried a little bit. You yeah. know, it's yeah, a lot of emotions changing a little. Emotions you know. are changing. A lot of emotions going on. Yeah, but you I know, think what? I like boys. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It's hard to say. I got hair in weird places. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of things going on right now. Just wait till next episode. We're officially teenagers, and it's gonna be. We're gonna start drinking. So yeah, you know that seems about drinking. right. <laughs> So, uh, once again, if you enjoyed the podcast, didn't enjoy the podcast, or just like to shout out to us, feel free to uh, write us at it's all fish and chips at gmail.com. Visit our website, itsallfishandchips.com. Patreon is out there, and you still got prizes you can get from that. Um, otherwise, um, we're going to just kind of wrap it up here, and then we will see you guys again next time for the podcast. My name's Thor. I'm Tyler. And uh, remember, no matter what's going on in your life, it's all fish and chips. Beep.